Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. Today we're taking a trip to the airport to pick up Rudy, one of Mr. and Mrs. G's grandchildren. So grab your Bible and join us. Okay, everybody in. Wow, you really have a big van, Mr. and Mrs. G. Well, it does come in handy sometimes. I can't wait to meet Rudy. How are you related to him, Mr. G? Joy, Rudy is one of our grandchildren, and he will be spending the summer with us. Oh, neat. For the whole summer? Yes, Joey. For the whole summer. Joey, can you scoot over? I'm falling off to sea. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lizzie. I can't wait to meet Rudy. How far away are we from the airport? Mm, about 40 minutes, Lizzie. Oh boy, I already feel sick. Peanut, you're always sick. You either have an upset stomach, or you have heartburn, or cramps, or a cold, or a Ha ha, Joey. No, serious though, I'm really sick. Peanut, honey, why don't you roll down your window? You might feel a little better. All right, Mrs. G, I'll give it a try. This is a gorgeous day that the Lord has given us. It's absolutely beautiful. Rudy, I want you to meet some children in our neighborhood that attend my Bible study each week. A Bible study? What's that like? Is it when you study the Bible or something? Exactly, Rudy. Here, I'd like you to meet Peanut. Hello. Hi. And this is Lizzie. Hi, I'm Lizzie. I've heard that before. <laughs> and this is Joey. I'm sure you two will be great pals. Hi, Rudy. I'm so glad you're spending the summer with us. Well, Jimmy, it looks like I'm going to be spending the summer in a boring new garden. Actually, my name is Joey. Hmm, okay. Why don't we all hop in and head home? Grandpa, Grandma, you know what? What's that, Rudy? I met this really cool pilot on the plane. I got to see inside the cabin in the plane. They have all these neat buttons and things to push all these dials and instruments. That must have been really neat to see. Yeah, and you know what, Grandpa? I had two sugar sodas. Oh, that's great. I could really use another soda now. Well, we're almost home, kids, and then we will cool off with something to drink. I can't wait. Excuse me, Rudy. Yeah? Can you spit your gum out the window? You're chewing so loudly, it's giving me a headache. Well, Lizzie, here's the problem. I wouldn't just want to spit my gum out this window because it's littering. And there is a penalty for littering unless you got 500 smackers to pay the fine. You know what I mean. Can you just get rid of your gum somehow? Well, seeing how I'm not going to spit my gum out the window, and I don't have a spare piece of paper to wrap it up in, I'm afraid I have to leave it in my mouth for now. Oh, brother. Here's some lemonade for everybody. Thank, Thank you, Mrs. G. Thanks, Grandma. 
You're welcome. Well, let's begin our Bible lesson for today. Rudy, do you have a Bible? Nope. It's upstairs still in my suitcase. I'll let him go get it. Uh, that's okay. Ah, oh, my Are you okay, Rudy? I think so. Rudy, here, take some paper towels. Quickly, clean it up. Is everything all right? Yes, no problem. Rudy accidentally spilled his lemonade. Oh, that's okay, Rudy. It was an accident. Don't worry about it. I'm not worried, Grandma. It's just that my pants are wet. Well, you have a suitcase full of clothes. Just go quickly and change into something. I'll clean this up. Can you grab your Bible while you're upstairs? Okay, Grandpa. I'm back. Okay, let's turn to Titus, chapter 2, verse 13. Oh, I forgot to get my Bible, Grandpa. I want to go get it. No, wait. That's all right, Rudy. You can use this one. Here you go. Thanks, Grandpa. Does someone want to read that verse? I'll read it, since I'm the oldest one here, except for Peanut. Rudy just celebrated his 11th birthday last month, and Mrs. G and I promised to buy him a dog for his present when he came out here. Okay, do you know where Titus 2.13 is, Rudy? I can help you find it, Rudy. That's okay, Jimmy. I mean, Joey. I can just look in the handy-dandy index. Okay, Titus 2.13. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, Rudy, would you mind reading it again a little slower? Remember, this is God's holy word, and we want to show reverence and respect when reading his word, the Bible. How about this, Grandpa? Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. How is that? Much better. Thanks, Rudy.
Can anyone tell me what this verse is talking about? I can, Mr. G. Go ahead, Peanut. Christ is our hope. Yes, and why is he our hope, Peanut? Well, if God has saved us, we are waiting for Christ to return, that we might be given our new glorified bodies and live with Christ forevermore. New bodies? What's wrong with this body? Great question, Rudy. The problem with our bodies is that we are born into this world as sinners, under the wrath of God, and on our way to hell, unless Christ intervenes in our life. Is it just our bodies that are sinful? What about our souls? Yes, Lizzie, before salvation, both in body and soul, we are under the wrath of God and totally unclean in God's sight. And the penalty for sin is eternal damnation in hell forevermore. Now, what Peanut was saying is that if God has saved us, we are waiting for our new glorified bodies that will be without sin. Lizzie, would you like to read Romans 8, 23? Okay. Let's see, Romans 8, 23. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan, within ourselves waiting for the adoption to it, the redemption of our body. You see, we cannot enter into heaven in these bodies. First, God has to save us. Second, Our salvation is completed on the last day when Christ gives all those He died for their new, resurrected, glorified bodies. The believer will reign forevermore with Christ in the new heavens and new earth without sin. Isn't this wonderful? It's the best thing that could ever happen to anybody. Why is Christ appearing called glorious, Mr. G? Well, again, Lizzie, Christ appearing is glorious only for the true child of God. They have nothing to fear because Christ took their place in hell. This means that the Lord Jesus has washed them of their sins and clothed them with the robe of His righteousness. Christ is their Father and their Redeemer. Mr. G, isn't He coming back as a judge of the whole world? You're right, Peanut. For one who is not a child of God... Christ is their judge, and they will have to answer to God on the last day for every single sin they have ever committed in thought, word, and deed. And remember, Christ knows the end from the beginning. Nothing escapes the eye of God. He can see right down into the very core of our being. That reminds me of Romans 2.16. Do you want to read that, Peanut? Sure. Okay. In the day when... Oh, Peanut, wait. Can you, can you read the verse ahead of that to get the context? Okay, sure. Which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts the mean while accusing or else excusing one another. In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. Yes, that is a great verse, Peanut. Thank you for pointing that out. So, is Christ coming back as the Savior for those who are truly saved, washed and cleansed by the blood of Christ? Yes, Joey. And how is He coming back again for those who are not saved? Christ is the judge, Lizzie. They will be sentenced to hell where there is no escape. Excuse me. I need to use a little boy's room, Grandpa. Hold on one second, Rudy. We're going to close in prayer, and then you can go to the bathroom. We hope you enjoyed our program today. 
Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you... Oh, wait, um, excuse me, Rudy. If you don't mind, I normally say that. Okay, okay, no problem. I gotta go. Be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new about God's Word, the Bible. If you have any questions or comments, please write to Treasures from the Bible. Take care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Bye! Bye.